Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to drboystv.com, the home for intelligent black people. Now, today I, I have uh, some of the most intelligent of the most intelligent. These two young brothers are doing amazing things. Some of you have heard of something called Hereafter Farms. If you haven't heard about Hereafter Farms and that amazing project going on down in Georgia, then you don't know what you're missing. <clears throat> if you don't know, now you know. And you better ask somebody, you better tell somebody, because everybody needs to know about what's going on with Here After Farms. Basically, uh, these brothers, I, I I talked to them, I, I knew about both of them in terms of what they were doing, and and, uh, and they mentioned to me a project that they are working on where they are purchasing uh, hundreds and hundreds of acres of land uh, for our people uh, to be able to sustain ourselves, feed ourselves, protect ourselves, uh, and, and live the life that we want to live. And uh, a lot of you, uh, I assume, agree with this kind of thing. You understand the importance of this kind of thing. Well, these guys are getting it done. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce uh, Brother Ben X, uh, who's a brilliant young black man, 27 years old, that's uh, just uh, changing the world. And also Brother Farrakhan Muhammad Ali. So those are just three words that that, that, that really trigger me because those are, well, those, those, that's a heavy name to carry. Uh, Minister Farrakhan uh, lived around the corner from me in Chicago and I love him so much. And then also Muhammad Ali. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. So, you know, Ali's the greatest. And so anyway, I would, uh, I'd like to uh, welcome the brothers to the to the show. How are you doing today, today guys? Man, awesome. I'm doing blacktastic. All right. Blacktastic. All right. Everybody in the chat, type blacktastic. I want to see how y'all spell it. Everybody try to spell blacktastic. All right. All right. So we're going to be blacktastic today. So let's start. Um, I'm going to start with you, uh, 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 Brother, Brother Farrakhan. Uh, let me ask you this, man. Um, uh, here after farms, uh, you know, and then I'll ask you, Brother Ben, ask the same question. What is it? What is this project? What, what are you all trying to do? Yeah, so um, we we came together because we were buying land in Georgia. And so I set out to buy some land and land was very expensive. So I contacted some friends and one thing led to another. And before you know it, there was a group of us saying, hey, we're going to buy land to, together. It was easy to get people to agree because it was like equal ownership, equal investment. We split the cost 10 ways. We own the land 10 ways. Whatever we grow, we share 10 ways. So simple, so easy. Everyone rallied you know, around it and it went great. The only thing was we messed around and we put it on social media and <laughs> we didn't expect it would just blow up. So people from all over the world started reaching out. And then the last person to come on board was Brother Ben X for our property. He was the 13th person to come on to our land in Atlanta. And when Brother Ben X came on, he said, bro, he said, how does it work? What are the numbers? He said, sign me up. He said, but but this is bigger than what you got going on right now. He said, we can scale this. We can use the teachings and, 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 and mathematics and we can scale it. And, and so from there, that's how we started. And Brother Ben X, you can go ahead and tell them the rest, brother. Yeah, man, it was it was amazing what Brother Farrakhan was doing. He had the 100 acre project and it just made sense. Um, and it was the teachings, you know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, get with six to eight like minded individuals, come together, pool your resources and do something for yourself. And so when he was able to break down, man, if we needed a cow, six thousand divided by 13 man, we can pay for this, you know, with a couple hundred dollars or, you know, less than a hundred dollars. And we can get whatever that we need. And uh, group economics, I believe, 
is definitely uh, the key. And to have somebody who knows land, you know, I'm not, I don't know all the details about land, but I know about digital real estate. So I said, man, I think we can tie this physical real estate with what I know about digital real estate and we can scale this model all over the world because it makes it cost effective for everybody. And mm. so we initially had a goal of 500, uh, 500 acres by the end of 2021. I said, man, I think we can get to 500. And to me, that was big. So even I was thinking small. Man, do you know within three to four months, we had over 1,200 acres of land under here at the farms. We had people offering land. We had farmers saying, I got this. We had truckers saying, I got this. So, man, it was just amazing. And the reason we came up with the name here at the farms because as students of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, we don't believe in the heaven and the sky and the sweet by and by after we die. We believe in some sound on the ground while we're still around. So we are taught that, you know, heaven and hell are two conditions and that the slave master was, you know, indoctrinating us, telling us if you don't obey us, you're going to burn forever. Well, how's a soul in the spirit going to burn forever? Then it tells you heaven is somewhere in the sky. So if you obey us, take the chastisement now and you will get your reward later. But we are taught differently. We are taught that heaven is right here. We can make our heaven or our hell right here on earth by the way that we think and by the way that we live. So when we look at the word hereafter, as students of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, here is an adjective describing place. After is an adjective describing time. So the hereafter is here on earth after this wicked world has been destroyed in our mind. And if it's destroyed in our mind, we're destroyed in our reality. So what we wanted to build was our own reality, our own safe and decent place that we can live in. Besides just complaining about the white man, complaining about the enemy, talking about separation and talking about unity. We wanted to create a vehicle and a platform where we can actually start to apply those principles that we've been talking about. Wow. All right, everybody, if you, if you uh, just came in, I'm speaking with uh, Brother Ben X and also uh, Brother Farrakhan Muhammad Ali about Hereafter Farms. And uh, hit the thumbs up button, hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. And uh, everybody uh, that's in the chat, uh, give me a verbal yes that you're going to take this link and share it with somebody else. Uh, everybody, give me a yes in the chat if you're going to share this, because like uh, what Brother Ben X said, uh, if we all work together, we can do pretty much anything that we want. Uh, we're very good at making other people rich. Now let's uh, start uh, enriching ourselves and taking care of our community. Uh, so give me a yes in the chat if you will agree verbally right now publicly to just take this link and share it uh, because we got we got to support you know what what people are doing when they're doing good stuff and also you know I'm I'm I, I'm reaching OG status so these are young guys and and they're doing great stuff and it is our job to support them so thank you for putting the yes in the chat everybody please follow through on that all right so brother Farrakhan let me ask you a question um, how does it feel to uh to take on you know such a massive undertaking i mean you're talking about uh having you know raising a lot of money but uh, it's, it's a big project it's a big deal uh not a lot of people around have done what you guys are doing you guys are, are making history you're setting up a legacy that's going to last you know for hundreds of years um how does that how does that weigh on you good good and bad in terms of preparing yourself mentally um to to do this undertaking i mean you you know you could be uh, in Atlanta, you know, running to Magic City and, you know, and, and making it rain, on, you know, whatever. You could be buying Gucci belts and everything, but you're not doing those things. You're, you're actually preparing for uh, for for the long term. Uh, so how does that how does that feel uh, just in terms of taking on such a such a massive task? 
Oh, um, well, if you would have asked me, could we do all this ahead of time? I don't know what I would have said, but the way God works is God knows that we're not able to grasp his full vision up front. So he takes us through things step by step, degree by degree. He'll put a little bit on you, see how you handle that. Then he'll put a little more on you, see how you handle that. Then he'll give you something major. So if you can handle, the minister said, if you can handle a hundred, you can handle a thousand. He said, if you can handle a thousand, you can handle a million. So with the hundred acre project, it was beautiful practice. You know, it was like, it was just me. I didn't have help. I didn't have marketing. And based on the way I treated the people, I realized that by treating people the way you want to be treated, you can literally accomplish anything. So by treating someone the way you will want them to treat you, anything is possible. So it kind of just became almost like a second nature to unify people, to organize people, to exercise the power of that unity, and then to properly manage the fruit of that labor. It almost became like it's becoming like a second nature, just a way of life almost. And I think that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gave us something called the Self-Improvement Study Guides back in the 80s. I think it was before I was even born. But man, Dr. Boyce, reading that and trying to apply that, it changes you. Going through the struggle to overcome the old version of yourself, to become new in the name of God, it allows you to think differently, move differently. So if I was thinking like the white man, we would have said, we need businesses. I called somebody wanted to give me 100 acres. I called a brother I knew. He said, man, forget the community. Let's farm and get this money. I said, brother, what about the, <laughs> our people? He's like, that's too big of a... I said, well, because when you study God and you study a man that follows God, you can't help but to want to follow that example. So we, so, so it, it, it really has become like a second nature, brother boys. Very nice. Well, let me ask you this, uh, uh, brother Ben. So, you know, at 27, I, I was making jokes with brother Farrakhan about, you know, uh, the, the, the strippers and all that in Atlanta, even though we know that, you know, culture is, um, it could take a lot of different forms, right? There are a lot of people who don't uh, connect the culture you guys adopt, adapt. Uh, they don't, they don't connect that to the young black male. When they think of a 27 year old black man, they, a lot of, a lot of stereotypes come to mind that don't involve the acquisition of hundreds of acres of land uh, uh, or the, um, or, or, uh, or, or courageous leadership like you guys are showing. What was it uh, about sort of growing up for you, Ben, that, that, that helped you uh, to be different uh, from, from some of the people that you might see who might not understand where you're coming from and, and how, how is it for you to navigate uh, in a space where everybody, every brother your age isn't necessarily on the same wavelength. What how do you how do you navigate that? Well, uh if I can think about it, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that Allah God shapes us in the womb of our mothers. And this is why when a mother is pregnant, oftentimes you know she reads to the child or the father reads to the child and the minister even encouraged the women not to go out and watch brutal movies and a lot of blood and things of this nature because these thoughts go into the chemistry of the baby um i recently after hearing him and really analyzing my life i think this is what put me on the path because i was actually born in prison um my first time seeing my biological father was in his casket so when i think about the thoughts that my mother was having in that prison cell she probably was thinking thoughts about liberation she probably was thinking thoughts about being free she probably was thinking thoughts about not being confined 
And I think this is what led me on that journey even before I met the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because I always had thoughts in my mind, I do not want to go to school for 12 years just to get a diploma or a degree and go somewhere and live the same exact lifestyle, getting up early in the morning, going somewhere I don't want to be. So I always had an entrepreneurial spirit um, about myself. And I think sports for me personally was a was a way for me to um, become disciplined. Another piece to my story is I have 21 biological brothers and sisters. Um, I only know of seven of them. I probably don't walk past the others and don't even know it. I recently found one of my biological brothers on Facebook and I was asking him a little bit about my father, my biological father, because he stayed with him. Well, uh, he was a professional pimp. So obviously I got 21 biological brothers and sisters. So I guess they say Papa was a rolling stone. But anyways, uh, I got a lot of brothers and sisters, but I also grew up in a home by myself. So um, I was the only child. So I learned how to not not have to fit in. I was used to standing out. Um, I was used to going to the basketball gym and practicing no matter who was there. I was used to taking my camera, setting it up on the on the bleachers and getting my shots in no matter who was there. So I think that's what allowed me to understand and know that I had a vision. I had a goal. The reason I didn't get into a lot of smoking and drinking out. Now, when I got to college, you know, you were all dibbling and dabbling here, tested out a little bit. Uh, but I always started my mind, man, I can't be doing no smoking, man. I got asthma. Man, how I'm going to smoke, man? I ain't going to have no stamina in the game. I'm playing the full game. So basketball allowed me not to go and do certain things that I saw my friends doing because I had a vision. I had a goal. I had yeah. something that I wanted to be. So yeah. after I came into the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and I found that this fulfilled my soul more than me scoring 40 points and getting 10 assists, that discipline that I had in sports transferred over to what I'm doing now. So I think the difference is a lot of our, our young brothers just don't have a – a purpose in mind. They just don't know what they want to be in life. And I think if we knew what they wanted to be, we would do a better job and be like Jesus with Peter. When he found Peter, Peter was just fishing. But he didn't come to Peter and say, you need to stop doing this. Go be a lawyer. He didn't say you need to stop doing this. Go be a farmer because they doing that. He said, I'm just going to make you a fisher of men. So what yeah. I got out of that was personally and principle wise was don't go condemn our brothers and sisters because they're not doing something that you want them to do. You go teach them with your resurrected self and you just elevate what they already doing. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that one rap song is worth more than a thousand sermons. Now, here we are. We may be conscious. Oh, they need to stop rapping. The rappers ain't nothing. The rappers this, the rappers that. But what if the rappers don't have any knowledge? We want them to rap about credit, but they don't know nothing about credit. We want them to rap about profits and loss statements, but they don't know nothing about that. So they're only going to rap about most of the time what they know. So if we go teach them and get next to them and just elevate what they're already doing, they may start dropping gems. You know what I'm saying? And they music and it'll reach more people with a music video that you don't like. But if they drop a little truth in there, it'll reach more people than your nice podcasts and your nice clean you know our, our financial and our, our nice unity stuff right so that's kind of what i think uh is the disconnect helping them really discover their purpose and showing them where they are in the picture and lastly i put it with this the minister said if i took a picture of this whole room who's the first person you're gonna look for the first person i'm gonna look for is myself i'm gonna make sure you got my good side i'm make sure my hair cut i'm make sure my everything is right he said our young people aren't interested in the education today 
because they don't see themselves in the picture. Our young people aren't interested in the movement today because they don't see themselves in the picture. So if we show them where they have room in the movement, if we can show them where you have a place in this, then I think more people will get involved. And that's what the minister was able to do for us and for me. He was showing us how the young people are the best generation. He was showing us and teaching us, no, you take your skill, you use social media to your advantage, but we just use it for God versus for wickedness. Mm. Everybody uh, who just came in, I'm speaking with uh, Brother Ben X and also Brother Farrakhan Muhammad Ali. And we're talking about Hereafter Farms, which is a, a beautiful project they're doing down in Georgia. Uh, I am an investor in the project. Uh, I'm, I'm going to buy some property on their farm because I believe in what they're doing. Uh, if you want to learn more about what they're doing, uh, this is extremely important work. Uh, just go take a look. Go to Hereafter Farms. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, support. Uh, reach out. Find out how you can uh, be connected in this uh, because I, I this land acquisition piece, uh, you know, Brother Farrakhan, to me, uh, it just seems to me that this is just so important for our people. Uh, what what drives you in terms of um, land ownership and and why you you feel that that, that ownership of property uh, is is such a, a liberating move for our people? Oh man, well, there's a few things that immediately you know we have needs as a people and. In order for us to meet those needs ourselves, we have to do something for ourselves. So I grew up in in, in the ghetto, right? So the Asians own the corner store, the, the Koreans own this store, the, the the this other immigrant community own this store, the Arabs own the liquor store. Um, everybody's in our community getting rich off of us while offering us subpar quality products that are literally not good for us, maybe even killing us. And, and if not, at best, they're harming us. So seeing the intense poverty that I grew up around, my mother raised me in one of the worst neighborhoods that you could possibly find in North Philadelphia in the 80s. And I asked her when I got older, I said, Mom, why did you raise me in such a crazy place? <laughs> And she said, because I wanted you to be able to relate to your people so that when you grow up, you'll be better able to help them. And so she wanted me to help the minister when I grew up because she said he was going to save people like by the millions. Right. And so here we are we have communities, but the communities have become colonies. They're owned by outside interests. They're they're controlled by outside interests. So we have we eat food, we wear clothes. And we need housing, but we don't control it as men of our community. We don't control it. So how do you solve that problem? Do you open up a beauty supply store? Do you open up a deli? Do you buy a franchise as a, as a Chick-fil-A? Maybe. But how do you get to the root of the problem? The root of the, the source of it is land, land ownership and developing what's on the land and bringing that product to our communities to serve the needs of our people. Everything from clothes, socks diaper, juice, water, eggs, milk, everything, the clothes that we're all wearing right now, the meadows that go into these microphones that allow these microphones to, to work, the plastics that surround our water bottles, all of this comes out of land. Everything, everything that we consume, everything we need either comes from the land or is built on top of the land. So you have animal husbandry, you have timber, you have mines going into land, getting out your turquoise, your gold, your silver, your oil, your gas, your water, your drinkable water, your usable water. Everything we need is in the land. So 
in my first ever speech by the minister, it was in Philadelphia. And he said that Master Far Muhammad attached himself onto the Constitution. So I came to Philadelphia to declare our independence. And why did I come to Philadelphia? Because this is where the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution was, was drawn up. He said, so we have to go to the root of the problem in order to find a solution. And then he put a picture up of a cow. That's, that's where we get the logo of the cow from, right here after farm. And he said that this animal is tied to our salvation, not just because the meat and the, and the milk, but because cows have over a thousand plus uses. There's so much that you can do from the animal, but you can't get a cow unless you have land to put it on. And so problem solving and, and realizing that we're not going to solve our problems as men if we try to solve them as individuals. Right. Dr. Boyce, you, me, Brother Ben, none of us are powerful enough to go up against an entire system of white supremacy and change the reality for our future generations and the generations of the people around us. We don't have that power. The way the white man built this world and the way the Chinese built China is they did it collectively. They rallied around an idea. In, in America, the idea was a new world. It was literally, it's called the new world, right? They, they rallied around an idea called the new world. And what happened? They, they actually did it, right? They created a world for themselves, their women, and their children. Now, but they did it using wickedness, slavery, lying, technology. Now God is saying, I'm ready to help you now establish a new world as black people. So th this, is the, this is the inevitable conclusion to our suffering as freedom and independence our suffering, our slavery, what we're going through is very temporary and it's not in vain. It's for an amazing purpose for us to grow as individuals, for all the things that's in us to come out so that we can deal with it, overcome it, and then move on from it. So that when we build a world, it's free from racism. It's yeah. free from materialism. See, we can't bring the white man's mind into the new world. So it has to come out of us so that we can correct it in us in order for us to qualify ourselves to go free. So you said earlier about this land, this land is a result of self-improvement. This is not the first step, this is the last step on the chain of self-improvement. So after you work on yourself and qualify yourself and try to live a decent life, just try, we ain't perfect, definitely, but we trying. And when you do that, you reach a point where now you're qualified to unite with like minds where we won't steal from each other. We won't try to talk to each other wife. We won't rob each other. We won't shoot each other. We won't be on the land all acting crazy, talking wild because we already got all that stuff out of us. It was purged out of us ahead of time and we made a decision to overcome it. So that's where we're at right now. Yes, sir. Well, I really like that a lot. And uh, and I'll, I'll say this, um, <clears throat> you know, um, let's see, we, we, we kicked off with you, Brother Farrakhan. I, so I, I'll, I'll finish with you, Brother Ben X. Um, you know, I, I I like I like what you guys are doing because uh, land ownership is incredibly important for our people. Uh, we need to make that a core value for all of our children. That just needs to be something that we all sort of agree as a community is absolutely critical asset acquisition on every single level. And uh, and I've seen what you guys have been doing, and I think it's extraordinary. And uh, also, Ben, I was um, well, I've been, I'm inspired by both of you, but I, I know Ben when you mentioned, you know, uh, how, how you came into the world and and your father and things like that. You know, I, I it's interesting. It's unfortunate how common stories like that are. You know, my 
My father died about three years ago, and I didn't even know the man well enough to even be sad or happy about it. I did didn't love him or hate him. Didn't even know him, you know. And uh, and my siblings don't seem to be that close to him either. And uh, it seems so. It seems to me like sometimes for many of our families, we've just kind of we've kind of lost our black man. We've lost the the image of what it means to be a man. And uh, I know that I committed to breaking that generational curse. And I know you have too. And uh, you're breaking the generational curse now when you're talking about what you're building here with this vision. So I've seen people in the chat that have basically asked, you know, how, they, how can they get involved? Uh, you know, want to know more about the project. Now I mentioned, I want everybody to know, you can go follow here after farms on Instagram. Give me a yes in the chat, a verbal yes, that you're going to go follow them and at least uh, keep posted on what they're announcing, things like that. But also just uh, out of just directly from you, brother Ben X. If I want to get involved, uh, what what do I do? Um, first, like you said, follow here at the farms on on Instagram. Um, if you all are interested in buying a lot, um, you can go to hereafterdevelopments.com. Hereafterdevelopments.com. Hit the community tab. Uh, you also don't have to buy before talking to somebody. Actually, we will recommend. You talk with us before buying it. Get all your questions out. So if you guys DM us or email us at info at hereoutthefarms.com, that'll put you on our list. Um, I will say this. Um, I'm, this is not like no marketing thing or anything like this, but we have uh, 40. We had 40 lots left um, last week or so. Now we less than 15 lots, probably less than 10 at this point available. Uh, after we get these last 10 lots, we're going to own the entire intersection in our area, 350 acres. So the videos that you guys see when we on that long trail, we own that entire thing right there. Anything that you see going this way, that way, all the way back, we're on the entire intersection. We'll soon be changing the street names X, Y, and Z. If you guys want to live on that, you don't have a lot of time because we already have people on the list. So you guys can DM us at here at the farms or email us at info at here at the farms.com. And we also have memberships. Uh, the memberships can be purchased at here at the farms.com. You also can see our blueprint, what we're following on here at the farms.com. So again, if you want the memberships, want to know about here at the farms, here at the farms.com. If you guys are ready to buy, join the community here at the developments. Uh, com and our memberships is off the chain we have seed to harvest program my digital real estate program where i show people how to scale businesses and make money online is included in that we have a uh, recorded uh we have not recorded but live zoom calls that you got that you all would have access to as well and by being a member you'll be invited out to the land like on march 12th everybody's going to be invited out the other members are going to receive their deeds uh in any um retreats that we have all members will have access to that so just shoot us a dm on instagram or email us info at here at the farms.com i also saw somebody say do you have to be religious yes you do you have to religiously want to help black people you have to religiously want to see your children do better you have to religiously get up every day and want to see our people be free uh now if you're talking about a christian or muslim a muslim is just simply one who submits their will to do the will of god a christian is one who is crystallized in oneness to do uh uh to uh, crystallize in oneness with God, following the example of Jesus Christ. However, the minister says we can talk about religion after we free. So let's focus on being free first. Let's focus on being black first. As y'all put, be one 
in the comment section and then we can talk about our ideologies later why because many of us are arguing with each other we debate with each other we intellectually masturbating with each other and we going right back to the same condition your children ain't got no land i ain't got no land your children ain't going to the home school mine ain't going to the home school and we arguing over who gonna be free when this scripture say we supposed to have life more abundantly neither one of us got life more abundantly we sitting here arguing about the book so let's just separate first and then we'll talk about religion right on right on right on i love that everybody put a hashtag b1 in the chat uh to show your support for what these brothers are doing this is great and uh I was, i'm very very happy and honored that you guys joined us and i'm gonna tell you um you know i my, my first order of business is to find a way that, to clone these guys uh because I, I think that we need to systematize the creation of the 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 strong black man that we we see on the on this screen right now these are these are what good black men look like in terms of of um of of the thoughtfulness uh the execution of a plan uh you know a man has that power of god to manifest uh you must tap into that and uh and so i can just tell everybody in here and i want to make sure it's publicly heard you know th this is this is a mandate for our community i mean the women don't matter but we got a mandate to make sure that we build our men into men like this imagine if we had 10 million uh ben x's and 10 million brother farrakhan's i mean just think about what our community would look like. You can't oppress a community like that. <laughs> you can't stop a community like that, right? Every every household, like they used to say um, in politics, a chicken in every pot and all that stuff. You know, a, a strong man in every household. You you can't you can't harm a community like that you, because you got warriors ready to defend the children, to go out and provide and protect, and to do all the things that quality men do. And it's no disrespect to anybody else, but I I want to make it hundred percent clear that I draw that line in the sand that this is what we're aiming for. This is the standard and everybody who agrees, I want you to be intentional about supporting that standard. So uh, so I want to say thank you very much to the guests, uh, Brother Ben X and Brother Farrakhan. I'm, I'm going to have you guys back. Uh, it, it, it's been too long. You know, I, I met you, Ben, uh, for the first time in Louisville, my home. Was it Louisville? Yep, Louisville. Louisville at the uh, Heritage Fest. And uh, also, Brother Farrakhan, I met you down at the Black House, uh, Jay Morrison's Tulsa Real Estate Fund uh, spot. And uh, and and uh, it was awesome. And I look forward to you, seeing you. You actually met me future. first in Fort Worth. You just didn't, we, you just didn't know who I was. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, we, we, we had a picture together. You just didn't know who I was. Man, well, I well, 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 now I know who you are, you know. <laughs> so uh, there we go. That, I, I now I know, you know. I did, I didn't know, but now I know because uh, you have made, brother, you have made your name loud and clear. Uh, your your voice uh, it, it speaks around the world, and and I believe me, I see you a hundred percent. I saw you then because I I respected you. I I respect anybody who supports me, right? No no doubt about. It. Everybody in the chat is valuable. But uh, but now that you've done what you've done, uh, you know, the whole world's going to see you, man, and the, both of you. And I and I I just want to sit back and clap for that, man, because I I just love what you're doing. So God bless both of you. And thank you for coming on the platform. If if, if I may end this way, um, something that we're very proud of up until this point, we have taken zero donations. Uh, we have purposely turned away donations on the instagram page if you go look at our further page people was asking how can i donate how can i donate we said we're not taking donations at this time because what we wanted to do is set a standard in our community we're not going to just continue to donate to somebody's idea we want to donate to something that's working the honorable minister yeah. louis farrakhan said work is force times distance so let's yeah. see some distance first 
Let's see what you can do with your own bread. Let me see what you're willing to do with your own time and effort first. Then I'm going to put fuel on the fire. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't donate to nobody. I'm just saying the standard that we wanted to set is we saw that in our community, many people asked for money, asked for money, and they got it. And then the community was disappointed. So we said, let's do the opposite. Let's build first, turn down all donations first. And if you like the work that we're doing, then you guys can support us if you want. And we also have zero debt as well. There you go. That's right. That There's su substance over flash, you know, substance over flash. I, I'm not even going to go into that, but you, you know, you get a lot of fast talking Negroes on social media. I'm going to go out and I'm going to build a black city and everybody gets excited and they get a thousand, you know, 10,000 likes on Instagram and then nothing comes out of that, you know, and, and I really encourage everybody to have that discernment between, you know, the fast talking Negro and the solid black man who delivers on his commitments, delivers on the things that he says he's going to do. That is a standard principle of manhood. Many of us were taught that if we had good fathers, we were taught that from our fathers. Uh, don't be out here just talking if you ain't going to back it up. These guys are backing it up. So uh, I encourage you to, to take that into account because sometimes things will just look good, but you ain't getting nothing, nothing real behind it. This is this is 100 percent real. And I'm glad to be a part of it. Uh, and I'm not just talking about it, I'm going to be about it. So I definitely want to be a part of all of this. So me and Alicia are going to be coming down there real soon. We already got the property in Atlanta. We're going to come down and visit you guys next time we're in town. And I look forward to seeing you guys in person. Yes, sir. Thank you for having us, Dr. Boyce. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And I uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up. Share. Subscribe before you go. Hereafter Farms on Instagram. You can go follow. Uh, make sure you uh, support the brothers and what they're doing. And God bless everybody. And we will see you all soon. Take care now. Have a great day. Be strong. Be black. Love you. Peace. Peace. Peace.